Are we dungeoning? Uh, we are dungeoning our dragons as a... Uh, I don't know if we're dragoning, but we're certainly dungeoning. Uh, we could be dragoning at some point throughout this entire encounter. Uh, but I don't know... That's not gonna happen anytime soon. So, we are dungeoning and we are dragoning, gang. Um, who would like to give us a recap? I'll... Harley, you went last time. I know, I was about to say I don't want to. What did happen last time? I'm asking y'all. I think... I think that's for the Lord to know and us to not remember. We did. Kinku named Kettlestream. And you guys went to the Pixie Kingdom, played hide and seek, met a beautiful little um, hamster named Biscuit that ran a teeny tiny Ferris wheel, um, and an ornery pixie named Jeremy. Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy. Uh, I think you guys then headed off to the Big Top, where you saw a variety of shows, um, from the Strongman Burly to Palasha the uh, Mermaid, and um, talked to Palasha and Candlefoot afterwards, discovering that they're together, and that they are... Uh, you know, a little heartbroken over Candlefoot's voice. Um, and then I do believe you guys, did you guys do small stalls last game? Or did you go? Yes. Yes, we did. Small we stalls. Uh, ah, the mystery mines, where you yeah. all hated it very much. It I hated that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and faced your fears in the mystery mine uh, went snail racing and um, where the non-binary half orc was robbed of their victory by Sabrina yeah. who wasn't last for a very long time <laughs> pull the map up for y'all. 
So it's looking like you guys might need to um, hit up the ticket booth again unless you want to do something that's free. Um, having walked by a few times, you guys would probably know what costs ticket punches and what doesn't. So let me just look through my notes. Aren't we supposed to be looking for pedal strip? The Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the, the Kinku girl named, um, Kettlestream is also on your to-do list. <laughs> Carnival locations, here we go. Um, the Calliope, if you wanted to visit the people that were making music, is free. The... And Silversong Lake are also free. But those are the only two free attractions if you guys wanted to do something that didn't cost any ticket punches since you guys are running low. Or you could just buy a ticket and is Silver get some punches. So Silversong Lake is free. Yes, yeah, Silversong Lake over here is free. That's where Palasha performs. Ooh, <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm thinking dragonfly rides. I don't know about everyone else. We were just talking about how you guys have no more ticket punches. Shoot. We could buy more tickets. Yes, that's what I was saying. We can also do that. The only two you guys have left to pay for if you wanted to go were the gondola swans and the dragonfly rides. If you guys wanted to buy like one ticket for and, and like do a bunch of punches for everyone, you could do that. What about the teapot? The teapot is free. Oh no, sorry. Uh, the bubble pot teapot is not free. My bad. I totally forgot about her. That is my bad. I think we should get more Tucker Punches. Okay. Okay. How much money is that? Um, one ticket. Let don't let me tell you the wrong thing here. Let me look. Um one ticket, you guys would know you got the um spiel from your good old goblin friend at the front um, are eight silver pieces for adults and three silver pieces for kids. Eight silver? Mm-hmm. Oh, I suddenly can't do math. 
It, that would if you took it out of a gold, that would be two silver left out of a gold. Yeah. I well I have this is I'm just gonna do eleven minus eight for a minute. Um So if you guys how many tickets do you guys wanna buy? I'll get one more. Okay. Can we share a ticket? You can share a ticket <laughs> if you would like. Yeah, police. You can get a ticket. I can just share. Uh, sure. Do you want to split the cost of the ticket? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um. So if you're splitting the cost, that would be four silver for the two of you for one ticket. Um. The elderly goblin puts his little spyglass up and goes, run out of punches already, did you? You're really busy here at the carnival today. Yeah. Did you enjoy the free ones? Yeah, I definitely <clears throat> wouldn't say, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sick. My voice is really hard to like get under control. I definitely wouldn't say I enjoyed all of it, but it's it's nice. It's a nice carnival. You might want to tone down the the mystery mine, though. It's it's a little much. Yeah, that's fucked up. Did you not see the sign that says if you have inner demons, do not enter? I thought that was a joke. <laughs> that's yeah. That's typically how horror rides are decorated. I wouldn't say that that's. Take down your complaints, and you see him take a um, quill with no ink on it, take a blank piece of paper, scribble nothing down, and then put the paper away. That is very aggressive. <laughs> so how many tickets do you want? Um, well... One. The spyglass is now incredibly close to your face, Sabrina. This is the first time you've gotten this treatment from him. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, I've seen better. I'm pretty old. <laughs> and he goes and he produces a ticket and Opalise he takes does cover she she does chuckle at that, but she does like Turn it into a cough. Um, he he takes the eight silver from between the two of you uh, and hands you a new whole free ticket. A whole thing. Oh, I thought you meant like whole, like W H O L E. No, free, like, like it was entirely free. I was no, like, oh, it's sick. like a brand new ticket. No more hole punches. Cool. Um, Opalise does take it. She does not trust Sabrina with it. <laughs> what? Why can't I hold it? I just think where I have my bag, like, right here, and she kind of gestures to her. It's not quite a fanny pack. It's, like, hooked in to her armor. 
but if you fast forwarded this a million years or whatever modern day is supposed to be and compared to D&D, it would be a fanny pack. <laughs> She's carrying a fanny pack at Disney. <laughs> they have a money belt. <laughs> Nicholas just is sort of Nicholas the older goblin that's his name he's got like a cute little name tag on um he's like I still have customers coming in if you don't mind moving oh uh yeah of, of course <laughs> your lover squabble means nothing to me go away <laughs> hey that's that's not Opalise is like blushing and trying to defend herself. Come along, lover. <laughs> That's not stop. Stop it. Um what are my psychic Um The homosexual side character. <laughs> um, you do see Vansa has like a deep blush on his face is like sweating a little bit just at, like this whole thing happening and as you guys sort of get shuffled off so where are you guys going you've got silver song lake the gondola swans um the dragonfly rides the bubble pop teapot uh the Kalak calliope Sorry, I want to call it the Calliope because it's Spanish. That's not it. <laughs> and then there's also lost property in the staff area. Um, I think we should do the dragonfly rides and then maybe take a look at the lost property. I mean, just might as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That works. I mean, I guess, like, all of us lost something. I guess we all lost something? I don't know what. I mean, it might as well be in Lost and Found. The unicorns did tell you it was in the Feywild proper, but you can try the Lost property box. So we're just supposed to believe every random unicorn that we see? That's fair. None of you, none of you incited, none of you vibe-checked the unicorns. Um, all right. So you guys head over to um, the Dragonfly Rides. Uh, as you guys are walking, do any of you want to do anything or keep an eye out for anything? I'll stand right next to Opalise. <laughs> okay. And walk along beside them after this lover comment that they might that they think it's, she thinks it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, police is just walking. That stride, that's like on a mission. <laughs> you are a dad at Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as you guys are sort of winding through, um, actually, I think I need to move you guys forward an hour, no? Yes.
There we go. Gotta get my shit in order. I'm struggling tonight. Um, you're not going to Bubble Top. Bubble Pop. You're going to Dragonfly. Um, Dragonfly rides. There we go. Um, as you guys approach, you notice that in this section of the carnival, there are huge lily pads that rest on the surface of a pool glistening with phosphorescent algae. Um, it takes everything in me to not say that line for Moana. <laughs> um, giant dragonflies use lily pads as landing platforms buzzing loudly overhead with wings as brilliant as stained glass windows and alighting briefly to drop off and pick up excited passengers. Near the entrance, a small, smiling tree turns your way and beckons you over. Um, a red squirrel clings to its leafy canopy, peering at you all suspiciously. Um, you recognize these guys from before. They were the ones handing out the helicopters and the... Uh, Dandelion, like, wish puffs. Um, let me show you guys what they look like. Oh. Oh. So cute. As you approach... Yeah, as you guys approach um, the awakened tree, uh, the treant and the squirrel uh, are sort of the ones keeping track of who's coming and going. Um, and, and this little red squirrel runs to the end of one of Northwind's branches and looks at you super suspiciously and is like, I know, adventurers when I see them, you're not here to make trouble, are you? T trouble? No. Well, okay. And he sort of does the thing, like the I'm looking at you motion, but it's his little paws. Aww. And Northwind, the big tree, says, Oh, don't mind Red. He's cranky. Do you guys want to ride the dragonflies? Of course. <clears throat> okay, one ticket punch per each rider, please. And he goes and gets the last ticket punches for Vansa and Alec and um, two ticket punches for Obelisk and Sabrina. Um, so you guys are helped by some pixies to like pick out which dragonfly you want to ride. And you guys are getting um, ready for your first flight. 
when some shouts from a nearby lily pad start just erupting all over the place. There's a dwarven man shouting dwarven profanities at the top of his lungs as a um, as his dragonfly just starts acting super erratically and starts trying to take off before he's ready. Um, this dwarf with the bright blue beard is unfastened as this dragonfly takes off. Um, and you see a bunch of pixies that have to, like, fly off and are trying to calm this dragonfly down mid-air. Um, I need everyone to roll a perception check for me if you're curious about what's going on. Oh, thank god, I thought you were gonna say initiative. No. (laughs) We're gonna throw down at them, which is, like, careful. (laughs) I notice nothing. My perception plus three. Plus thirteen. I got a twelve. Nice. Um. Well. Bad perceiving. Not table guys. Their their stealth was an eight. So, um, everyone except for Opalise. Notices a Kinku slip off unnoticed after you see the dwarf take off. Um, this is what you guys see sneaking off. Baby. 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 They've done nothing wrong. <laughs> Um, They've done a lot wrong, but yeah. So you see this kinku, um, and as the kinku is walking away, does disguise self and turns into a small, unseeming, gnomish child. And is walking out of... Is walking out of the um, display. What are you guys doing? Um, I think we can go play. I think we can do this still. We know what they look like. You know what who looks like. Disguise themselves again. (laughs) We're not gonna go away. They don't know that we saw them. So, Opalise, they're having this conversation between the two of them, and you have no idea who they just saw, what just happened. What are you guys talking about? You didn't see the Kenku? No, where where is it? She's like looking around. For... Well, then what is it? I like do the um. I point out the little gnomish kid. And I'm just like, the, like don't make it obvious that like you would see him. <laughs> Can Opalise just walk over calmly and pick up the gnomish child? No, <laughs> no, Opalise, okay, so it does take you a second to get off of the dragonfly without any pixie assistance. Um, because they're huge. Roll an athletics check at disadvantage. A ten. Let's see. Athletics. 
athletics do I have? And do I need to roll stealth or anything? Because I'm trying to act like calm, cool, and collected. Like I'm not gonna go grab some random kid. You can you can roll for stealth. You want to make it look like you aren't kidnapping a child? Yeah. Well, I don't want to spook them. Okay. So, you roll a nat 20 on yourself. You think you are so sneaky. But this kinku knows what they just did and is on high alert and rolled one better than you. (laughs) Um, The kinku, as you go to grab her, you go to grab this little gnomish child. Um, and you go to grab for the gnome, which is a mistake, because the kinku's taller. So you go to grab for something that's not really there, and the kinku rolls out of the way in this little gnomish form. And you know, you've heard people describe Kettlestream as a girl, but this manly, like, voice comes out. You're assuming it's Candlefoot's voice, since she stole Candlefoot's voice. Um... And this voice goes, You won't catch me. And then starts running. <laughs> I'm running. That's what Candlefoot was like, this scrungy man. <laughs> <laughs> See, a police take off of us tonight right after her. Okay, um. I'm gonna need everyone to roll athletics or acrobatics checks for me. I like go over if we're running. I look. Have we gone on the ride yet? Were we on the ride? You guys, you guys were like getting on to your. I look over at Red and um. Oh my gosh, the tree ends, and I'm just like, this doesn't count as our ride. <laughs> um. Oh, you have to see it. I have 16. Um, something I just realized is that I poured all of my points into strength, not dex. You should probably switch that. I didn't know if I was allowed to switch that once we'd started. You're a monk. You need your dex to be your highest stat. Yeah. Your yeah. Um, um, it's my lowest stat. Why would you do that as a monk? <laughs> I didn't know a lot about building a monk. I typically play casters. Uh, You can switch that. Whatever your highest stat is, you can switch it out with your decks. Um, But anyway, Alec, surprisingly, is the one who gets to Kettlestream first. Um, You've heard Alec describe himself as like, Indigo, Indy, stop. You are a puppy. But you are not excused from bad behavior. Thank you. She's six years old. (laughs) Alec (laughs) has described himself as a ranger before, and, um, he looks very noble, so this might come as a surprise to some of you, but he bolts off. He is so quick and snatches this little gnomish kid and now it, this gnomish kid 
is just flailing and is going to try to deceive some bystanders <laughs> into thinking you're trying to kidnap her. <gasps> no. <laughs> you hear this little gnomish girl who previously had, um, like a very deep voice, you're assuming Candlefoot's voice, uh, now sounds like a small girl, and Liz going, help, help, help me, help me, they're trying to take me, help me. And rolls a 24 on her deception check. Oh, police. No. Mm -mm. I can't. No. I can't roll anything. You're about to. Hold on. Let me. Let okay. me do it. All right. You are now drawing eyes from everyone who thinks you are holding a little gnomish girl who rolled a 24 on the deception check. People think you're trying to kidnap this young girl, and you see some people coming forward towards you guys in an aggressive manner. Okay. Opalise, trying to, like, think on her feet, runs over to Alec and is like, oh, thank God you got her. Honey, you have to stop running away from us like that. Roll at disadvantage, persuade or deception at disadvantage. Sabrina, what are you doing? You are there now, yes. Oh, I was just gonna. Um, hey, yeah, does anybody want to help like, me with this roll? Cause um, yeah, yeah, charisma's yeah, a dump to, stat. Be like, oh my god, honey! I look around. It's like, guys, it's okay. He's a she's a chronic liar. We're trying to figure it out. We're trying to figure out. <laughs> okay, so Sabrina, I will allow you to roll deception a straight roll because you're getting help. It would be a disadvantage otherwise. Hey, I got okay, okay. Please. <laughs> Are those dice just like fucked? I used a different die. <laughs> no. So you immediately hear some people that are yelling. You immediately hear some people. You are not convincing these people at all. Um, you hear several of several of the bystanders shouting like, "Hey, let her down! Where are her parents?" Like, people are closing in on you now. Can and I body slam her to the ground? The Kinku? Yes. <laughs> Alec has a hold of her. Alec, would Both you let them. this happen? <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mostly just... Why would you body slam her? Because I'm thinking maybe it would, like, shock her enough to let her drop the disguise self. Because that's not that how disguise self... That's not how her disguise self works. What do you mean? Isn't disguise self-concentration... Not this no. one. That's sick. I didn't write the module. That's sick. <laughs> it's technically not a spell. She can cast it at will. 
So do you still going forward? Do you want to proceed knowing that it won't do that? I'm trying to give you a way out from body slamming a perceived child. Give me a sec, give me a sec, give me a sec. Can I just yell run and like rush Alec off with the child in hand? I mean, you can take off running. On who? Charm person on a whistle steam. Who? Kettle steam? So they need to make a save. Um, what do they need to roll? Okay. What's the save? Um, the save is... A wisdom saving throw. My spell, D- my spell save DC is a 15. That's a 21. It fails. She is still just flailing and yelling and going, help! Help! They're trying to take me! Help! Help! Help me! And now you recognize Burly from um, the Strongman Act, and also he's the bugbear who escorted the lettuce thrower <laughs> out of the um, the snail race. And you know that Burly is the bouncer for here, and you see no, his little no, no, pumpkin no, no, head no, 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 bobbing no, 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 in the no, no, crowd. No. Uh, I yell at Burly. I'm like, Burly, um, it's the Kenku that, um, took their voice, that took, they took Caleb's voice. Roll a persuasion check. Roll a what? Persuasion. Let's try, uh, let's try it on roll 20. It's persuasion. Yeah. get someone who's part of the carnival and those magic words man <laughs> Burley knows all about this nasty kinku Burley comes and grabs her by the scruff and then puts his hand over the gnomish head feeling that there's not that there's something there because you know, disguise self only, it doesn't actually change your form. So he pats the top of where the actual Kinku's head is and goes, you should drop it now, I think. And Kettlestream, this little gnomish girl slumps and then turns into the Kinku and crosses her arms and makes some, like, Chirping noises, obviously, in discontent. Opalise um, didn't like the idea that she was in trouble, so she's very tense. And, like, her- you can see, like, the palms of her hands, like, glistening with sweat. In Candlefoot's voice, Kettlestream goes- this is not nice. You're not nice. She looks at you, and then... Will you make a Constitution DC 13 saving throw? 
save? Yep. DC 13. That's all you gotta beat. Huh. Nope. It's 11. That's an 11. <laughs> um, let me find Burley's stat block. Hold on. Burley has to make one too. <laughs> Come on, Burley. <laughs> That's Burley, where are you? Come on, King. Da, 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 um, constitution save. That's a 13, so he makes it. You watch as Kettlestream looks at Sabrina, sticks her tongue out, and goes, <laughs> and a cloud of gas that can target two people poofs out, and Sabrina, you are asleep. <laughs> you get hit with this gas, and suddenly you are so tired, and you just curl up on the ground and go to bed, but Burley's got a, that goblinoid constitution, um, and is still upright. The gas dissipates as she realizes she's still being held. And the rest of you see Sabrina on the ground, like, snoring just a little bit. Opalise yeah. rolls her eyes and, like, picks her up, like, bridal style, and just kind of, like, holds her there. I'm going to take this little kinku back to my boss. Do you guys want to come with me, or do you want to continue enjoying the carnival? Uh... We'll go with you. We're in the middle of getting on a ride. I mean, Sabrina said to hold it. We can come back later. I'd rather make sure that Candlefoot gets his voice back. And Sabrina's in no shape to ride the dragonfly right now anyway. Yeah, Sabrina is unconscious. True. Put me on. Put me on while I'm unconscious. (laughs) Could you imagine waking up there? In the middle of the ride. (laughs) So, after Burley dissipates the crowd, he's like, nothing to see here. Go on. Get on. Go away. Um, he walks you over to the staff area. Um, let me pull up the notes for the staff area, because there's kind of a lot of them. Um, Carnival locations. Here we go. Staff area. Um, you guys head towards the big top. Um, and as you head towards the big top, which the staff area is in behind the big top, you see, um, Candlefoot and his head, and he sees the Kenku. And he starts miming these, like, obscene gestures at the Kinku, (laughs) who just rolls her little eyes at him. Um, And then the medic that you guys have seen wandering around, the darker-skinned Triton, um, comes up and is like, Oh my gosh, Burly! Good, Good job, dude! You got her! And he turns a little pink under his um, pumpkin 
head. He's a little pumpkin helmet. And, um... He's just sort of like, oh, shucks. No, it was these guys. And he sort of gestures to the four of you. And she goes, oh, are you guests? Uh, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much. I know Candlefoot seems a little angry right now, but it's, we really it's, appreciate it's, it. Uh, it's warranted. Sure. My name's Breach. And she holds out her hand. Um, Opalise, um, instinctively, Breach is very pretty. She kind of jerks her hand out, forgetting that she's holding Sabrina, and Sabrina, like, drops for a split second before Opalise puts her arm back. She's like, sorry, sorry. Could you, could... Are you, like, a... (laughs) You're, you're... Um, you do medicine? I do medicine, yeah, but this looks like a simple sleep spell, and she just sort of gently jostles Sabrina awake, who wakes up in Opalise's, like, strong arms. Opalise very gingerly, like, lets Sabrina get up. Um, before that, uh, before you put her down, um, she's gonna, um, kind of look around and then see that they are in Opalise's arms. And, um, just a big shit-eating grin, um, put their hand up to, like, critique and be like, oh my god, my hero! And get up. Stop. <laughs> it's, like, under her breath, but she's like, stop. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> like, very much, like, you're embarrassing me, like, is the tone. <laughs> embarrassing you in front of the pretty lady. <laughs> embarrassing me in front of the pretty medic. <laughs> Um, Opalise sort of, like, scratches the- not Opalise, Breach sort of scratches the back of her head and is like, okay, um, I'm gonna leave you guys to it because Lord knows if I even step foot in the staff area, someone will get hurt, but if you guys don't mind before you leave the carnival tonight to come talk to me. You look like adventurers, no? Yeah, yes, ma'am. Great. Um... See, when I was a kid, I, like, lost something here, and I'm, like, trying to find it, and so I just need someone to go with me to go find it, um, but we can talk about it later if you want, and I know how to get there, um, so no worries, uh, but if you could just find me after the carnival, that would be great. Sounds, sounds perfect. We'll, we'll be there. Great. And she's gonna wave at Sabrina and just be like, I'm so glad you're feeling better. And then, you know, head off. Um, Burley continues to take you to this huge wall of thorns that surrounds a cluster of wagons lit by lanterns. This caravan is barely visible through the thicket behind the big top. Um, the wall is about 20 foot high, um, and Burly still carrying this kinku in his big, strong arms, uh, steps forward 
and the wall of thorns parts for him and he's like quickly quickly before it closes let's go uh okay um and whoever's last through through the thorns almost gets pricked by them as it closes off behind them um Enclosed by this wall of thorns are eight brightly painted wagons, one of which is a glass-enclosed water tank for Palasha. Um, the fanciest of the wagons belongs to Mr. Witch and Mr. Light. Uh, you see a relatively unhappy clown. All of the other clowns besides... Candlefoot and this guy seem to be having an okay time. Um, but this is what he looks like. <laughs> uh, so you see this unhappy clown, like, smoking a pipe. He goes, Burley, you found the fucking Kenku. And he goes, I sure did, Thacko. Can you go get Mr. Witch and Mr. Light? And the clown sort of scratches the back of his head and looks nervous and goes, Now, they're having a pretty heated argument. Maybe, I don't know. Um, I don't know if that's a good idea right now, but I'm sure they'd be happy, you know, to um, see ya. Because you have that little creature with you. And Kettlestream, you guys are still being followed by Candlefoot, by the way, who's like mad as hell. You can just tell on his expression. Um, and Kettlestream finally pipes back up for the first time uh, again and goes, I don't understand. Why I'm being kept captive? And she's got this, like, mismatch of voices throughout the sentence. Well, you need to give Candlefoot his voice back and pay for all the damages. And in... A sort of sing-song voice, Kettlestream goes, I don't have any money. <laughs> Burley just looks lost. Um, but proceeds to take you back to Mr. Witch and Mr. Light's wagon since Thacko seems to be a little scared to do so right now. Um. There are two contrasting voices that are coming from the wagon. There is one low and gravelly voice that is like, you need to find a way to calm down. And then there's another more high-pitched, shrill voice that you guys recognize from the big top as Mr. Light. Um, who goes, I'll calm down when that kinku pest is gone. 
And um, the lower voice then goes, she knows nothing. She'll get frustrated soon enough and be on her way. Um, then the shrill voice again goes, I hope you're right. Um, right as Burley knocks on the door. And a large man comes out. When Burley knocks, um, you're assuming this is Mr. Witch of the Witchlight Carnival. Uh, who you guys should all have. This is what he looks like. He's carrying a pocket watch. He's a large elven man. Um, with this sort of almost checkered jacket, a top hat, a cane, and this uh, stopwatch that he's looking at. Not stopwatch, pocket watch. And he goes, Burly, can I help you? And who are all these folks? And sort of looks past him and looks at you and then finally seems to register the kinku and goes, Oh, <laughs> by the goddess you found her. Well, good on you, Burly. Go put her in, um, we'll just bring her in and waves Burly in and then after Burley steps in, you guys sort of go to follow, and Candlefoot follows in behind Burley, but he smacks the side of the wagon to bar your guys' entry and goes, I don't think we've been acquainted. Oh, um, I'm, I'm so sorry, sir. My name is Opalise, and, um, these are my friends. And what might your names be? Well, that's, um... I'm Sabrina. I stick out my hand. He gives it, like, a big, meaty shake. Nice to meet you, and you are, young man, sort of gesturing to Alec. Uh, Alec... Now, I am delighted to meet the three of you, but you're not exactly my staff, and you're in the staff area. I mean, we were the ones who found the kinku, so I think what you meant to say was, thank you. Well, well, well. Yeah, I do believe that a thank you is in order, young lady. Thank you for capturing the kinku. Is there anything that I can do for the three of you in return for your service? I look around to the group. Is there anything that we want? Um. Um, can we think on that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm not much one for, um. Pleasantries? 
<clears throat> well. Let's see. Let's see. What can I give you? And Mr. Light, at this point, the um, elf from earlier, the silly little clown man, sticks his head out and goes, I do believe I saw these young folks at the big top extravaganza, no? Um, and he flit, he apparates with a weather vane, with the weather vane that he's holding, a small notebook, which he catches, and, um, sort of flips through and goes, Mm-hmm, these creatures have entered our carnival twice now, once without a ticket and once with. Uh, again, we were told that at the entrance. I've never been to this carnival before, so I'm not really sure. My records aren't wrong, dear. Can and you tell me when, then? Because I'm not trying to when make any About sum- when would you, about what age would you uh, have accidentally wandered in? Probably seven-ish. Uh, looks here like you were about seven years old. You were dressed in carnival attire. You were a tot. You especially liked the funnel cake. Both times. Good to know. Um, I hadn't left my island when I was seven. Were you guys out there? What island? I don't, I, I don't have, I, out of, just out of character really quick. I hadn't, like, thought of a name for it. I kind of thought since you're the DM, like, you would have had a name for it. That's fine. Um, um, he looks at his notes and he goes, oh, yeah, the veil between the Feywild and the Material Plane are especially thin on your island. You could have easily just wandered over. Oh, oh, okay. Um, I'm. I guess I'm glad I made it back. My apologies for entering without a ticket. Mm, looks like you paid. Though, with your sense of fashion, that was taken off into the Feywild. You? You're the one who took things from us? No, 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 no. I didn't take anything. Our benefactors, on the other hand, have thieves around this carnival that we can't quite seem to get rid of. Uh, it's possible that the pig girl took it, or another one of the thieves, into the Feywild. So you guys know about the pig girl? We don't like it, but we do know about it, yes. And you guys haven't done anything about it? We can't. He rolls his eyes and looks at Mr. Witch, and Mr. Witch goes, When's the last time OSHA inspected this place? I don't know what that is. But I'm gonna be real honest with you. Um, listen. We are run by folks in the Feywild 
can't talk about it much. But if you enter without a ticket, sometimes payment is taken another way. It's not really our choice and we can't do much about it or we risk getting our carnival taken away from us and we worked very hard for it. At the end of the night, if y'all want to go to the Feywild, I'm happy to send you there and you can try to get your things back. Alright. And Candlefoot, as soon as he gets his voice back, uh, can offer you acting lessons. How about that? Um, I'm a pretty good actor as it is. I've, um, I've seen some of my work. I don't know that I have. Um. <laughs> that just fell so flat. <laughs> yep. Like, I don't know if he was joking about the acting lessons, but that literally, like, that did not land. Listen. Yep. Uh, listen, okay. I will take you to the Feywild gate. You can go back and get whatever you need. But things over there are dangerous right now. How so? Is the war still going on? Well, uh, no. There's no war. You look like you're having some sort of flashback. I'm gonna ask you to calm down. I would- I- <laughs> She just kind of crosses her arms over her chest. Now, there's been a sort of change in management that I'm not really supposed to talk about, so I'm not going to talk about it. Um, but she's a little dangerous over there at the moment, and I would like you all to just be aware of that. Alright. Go enjoy the rest of the carnival. We'll get Candlefoot his voice back, and if, um... You guys, you didn't want to talk to the Kenku, did you? Not particularly. Do you have anything to ask? I don't know. I don't. I mean, if we think of something, I'm sure we can come back here, right? 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 <laughs> Mr. Light, the more live, um, happy-go-lucky one. Wait, he's weakened at burning Mr. Witch? What? I said, is he- Live. I thought you said the more live one of the two, and I- Live. Skinny. Um. Snatched. I wouldn't call him snatched. He is a beanpole, though. Um. He goes- yeah, you'll you'll be able to get in later because um, you know, that's our agreement. Apparently we're sending you to the Feywild. I really wish you would have asked me about that first. I don't think this is very wise to be having this conversation at all. And Mr. Witch just sort of rolls his eyes and is like, calm down, alright? 
now y'all get out of here and go enjoy the rest of the carnival. And, uh, and he goes in and he pulls out two more tickets and just sort of throws them at the nearest person and goes, have fun, get out of here. <laughs> go! Opalise, like, kind of gives, like, a... Have fun! Enjoy the carnival! The more fun Mr. Light (laughs) yells behind you after you're rudely evicted by Mr. Witch. I was thinking of the white ones. You're like a no reaction. We didn't know who you were. Yeah, but... Like, at least look on an island, like, alone. I don't know if they got, like, TV. Whatever. Let's, let's just go right on a ride. I just, like, sitting there thinking about this. Uh, S- Sabrina? Um, I'm hoping that Sabrina's kind of towards the back of the group, because Opalise kind of pulls her aside and is like, I don't think a lot of people here are gonna have are gonna have a uh, heard of you. Mm-hmm. I don't. I I just don't think a lot of people here will have heard of you. Fly ride. Um, you were again greeted by North Wind and Red, who have in fact saved your spots. Um, Red, the little squirrel, also runs down on his little feet. And runs onto Alec on top of your head, Alec. <laughs> and goes, Thank you for catching that little that little kinku. Don't tell anybody, but I have a gift for you. And holds down like a little, you know, pecan shortbread cookie for you. Aww. And Red, looking very smug, scrambles back onto Northwind, and you guys get on the Dragonfly rides. Um, Oh, you guys also brought the carnival's mood all the way to full by catching Kettle Stream. Congrats. Oh, cool. Um, that has consequences for later. Consequences? <laughs> Consequences. You're so good at you guys. We did it. We 
I'm that felt great winning D and D just now. Um, what's the next campaign gonna be, Lisa? <laughs> since we won D and D. We did it. We won the Witchlight Curtain. <laughs> so else after this. <laughs> You guys um, take off on your giant dragonflies together, um, and the dragonflies do a sort of um, like pre-mapped lazy eight, a figure eight um, around the carnival. Are any of you going to try and steer the dragonfly off course and go your own way, or are you just enjoying the ride? How much would you say that the, like, saddle and reins are similar to that of a horse? How similar? Very similar. I'm going off course. I need an animal handling check, please. Can I ask a real on one? Or You're all on separate dragonflies. 18. Uh, is anyone else trying to go off course, or are you just enjoying the dragonfly ride? Sabrina's just staring off into the middle distance after nobody said that to them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Sabrina is staring off into absolutely she is disassociating on the dragonfly ride <laughs> yeah um alec you see opalise begin to take off on her own course what are you doing no i guess i'll follow her <laughs> all right uh animal handling check for me Oh, and just in case anyone hasn't noticed, today we are short one Connor, um, who may or may not be coming later. We're not sure. I should have said that at the beginning, but I did not. Yeah, yeah. there's a lack of sweatiness. <laughs> a lack of sweaty artificers. Um, that's an 18. Great. Um, so, with your 18, Opalise, where are you leading Alec now, who is following you? Um, she kind of, like, pulls the reins. Like, she's trying to go, like, as fast as she can on this dragonfly. Feel the wind in her hair. Just, just off course. Just but straight where line. Where? Um, just back over the rest of the carnival. Just gonna get, like, a good view. Like, Okay. This direction, I guess. Hold on, ping that for me again. Over here, just like whizzing around like the people in the um like in the bubbles. Okay, so you go and you whiz around the people in the buzz the bubbles. Um you see a couple of halflings and a half orc and an orc each in their own individual bubble, and they see you sort of fly by Alex shortly behind you. You almost pop one of the bubbles. You come so close to popping one of them, but they backpedal just in time. 
and and narrowly avoid you and you hear some cursing and orcish at you. Opalise is just having a great time. She's just zooming. Okay. She Evan... does return back to the ride though eventually. Okay. Um you guys take um you guys arrive at the same moment Sabrina does back onto the dragonfly pads. Sabrina, are you still just like disassociating? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um Sabrina's still disassociating as you guys land. You get off the dragonflies and head off. Sabrina is in no mood um, to do much of anything. Where would you guys like to go next? You have not done the gondolas, right? You have not done the gondolas. Is that where you guys would like to head? Um, maybe we should watch the performance first over there at the Silver Sun Lake. Um... When you guys head over there, you do see that Silversong Lake is temporarily closed off. Presumably because Palasha is talking with Candlefoot after he got his voice back. So she's not there performing at the moment. I see. So, gondola swans? Um, enormous swans glide through the water here, pulling ornate wooden gondolas draped in flowers. The swans disappear into the ba- into banks of silver mist as they wind their way down the river. A jetty extends ahead, at the end of which is waiting a swan that is preening its feathers. Um, there is also a ticket puncher. Um, the the gondola can pull all four of you. Technically, it could pull up to eight medium creatures. Do we have enough punches left on the one ticket? Because there's two punches on it already for all four of us to go. Mr. Witch threw two more tickets at you. You guys have all the tickets you could ever want. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so... There's enough ticket punches for all of you. You hop into the gondola. Um, After you get, like, into the gondola, the swan um, stops preening and turns around and goes, 
name is Featherine. I'll be your driver today. What are all of your names? Sabrina. Alec. I'm a police. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, so I'm glad you're all here. We're going to be taking a leisurely ride around the entire carnival today. And she points at the river that you guys are on um, and goes, the whole ride takes about an hour. And just go ahead and enjoy. And she is going to take off um, at a leisurely pace towards the feasting orchard where the smells of food hit you guys again. Um, any conversations that are being had while you take this leisurely ride? Um, Opalis, um is sitting like next to Vansa at the back, but not really saying anything, just kind of looking out. Okay. just trying to be your best self all the time and this swan starts going on this like existential rant which at the end just culminates in this question of and how do you even know if you really exist Kind of shoots Vansa like a look, like, um. Vansa is very sweaty. And Rita's just like, you're right. What was this one's name? Featherine. Here, I'll put it in the chat for you. Featherine, you're right. How do we know this is even real? Well, I was really asking you. I was hoping you guys would know. So. 
like, what is joy? And and, and the world's so full of magic like ours is time an illusion. Um. Yes. Nothing's <laughs> real. Okay. I don't think that's how that works. Oh, hi, Connor. Oh, oh. Connor. Um, here. Well, hey. Existential dread hour. Yeah, we're on a. Um, I would say the gondolas, in terms of vibes, have been on par with the mystery mind so far. Um. This gondola is being pulled by a swan who um, is asking you, how do you know you're real? What is joy? And is time an illusion? It's like Vance's whole thing. (laughs) So if you have any answers for her. (laughs) I mean, you have to have some effect on people. That makes you real, doesn't it? Hmm? I suppose. I'm in. You guys are about- I'm sure you've made a lot of people happy. <laughs> I have, but no one here knows that. Well, you know it. You taught me what vibes were. <laughs> I did. Does, does. I mean, if we're being quite fair, all of us are from different planes. Nobody here knows anything about, like, my accomplishments either. Or, you know, Vance's knowledge, or Alex. Alec, just kind of gesturing to Alec. He's got a lot going on. Um, But you really didn't answer any of my questions. You're just sort of pondering. Do those questions have answers? Definitive ones that you can prove? I'm with you with time not being real. I feel like time is something you can measure. Perhaps it's a clock. Yeah, well, that's just something that we assign. Yeah, we did invent the system of measurement. We could also just invent the thing to be measured. Featherine nods as she pulls the gondola along. You guys are now passing the um, dragonfly rides and heading off towards um, the ticket booth. Um, And she goes, you know, I know a lot of things. I don't know about the existential stuff, but I'm really impressed with the way you guys ponder life and what you guys have got going on. Do you have any questions for me? Any questions about the carnival? 
Do you like giving rides? I do. I like talking to people. And if I don't like the people that I'm talking to or giving rides, I can throw them off the gondola and just, you know, hope that they can swim. Just <laughs> your witch and Mr. Lightness. Thing. That's like one thing. Like I need to distract myself. Um, it's like a thing. She, her voice becomes very hushed, and she goes, "No one knows for sure, but I, for one, think that they're together." Good for them. Yeah. You know they're also not the original are the of original owners of this carnival. Oh. Who is? Oh. Was, I guess. Um so Mr. Witch and Mr. Light are from uh you know, the Shadowfell. And they switched carnivals with someone from the Feywild. And they get to keep this carnival, and the other person gets to keep their carnival until they cross paths again. Hmm. They just try to cross paths now? Yeah, they try really hard not to cross paths with that other carnival. They like this one a lot better. Mm-hmm. Do they talk about people losing stuff and like what happens to that stuff? So, if you come in without a ticket, there's a chance you might lose a little something. Um, but it's been really weird because that only started happening kind of recently. Well, recently in the scope of how long the carnival's been here, elves live a super long time, you know. And I hear a lot of gossip, but, um, it's only, it's not been that long since that started happening. Something about a change of management over in the Feywild. Mm-hmm. Do you know who the pig girl is? Do you know anything about the pig girl? Oh my gosh. Awful little creature. Tries to steal things from even people who have already paid. I don't know who she is, though. I can tell you about, um, some of the other thieves around here, though. Uh, so there's the pig girl. Um, and then she goes on to describe a, um, a woman in a blue dress and a blue face. Um, and then another creature that looks like a small frog, um, who apparently will come in and steal things from people who haven't paid a ticket. And she essentially describes these three figures to you. And they take weird fae things, too, like people's sense of direction or, you know, people's handwriting or people's ability to keep secrets, stuff like that. Hmm. 
I guess we're looking for a pig girl for that frog guy to go later. I wouldn't go looking unless you want to get yanked somewhere you don't want to be. Just being honest. At this point, you guys have traveled, um... You're at about the mystery mines now. You're a little over halfway through your hour with Featherine. Opalise is just kind of, like, looking out, and she looks over at, like, Vansa. Uh, she is very much, um, lost in thought from the questions. <laughs> uh, sweating, the sweating meter is, is pretty high. <laughs> uh, ho hold on, here, um, she reaches over and kind of tucks one of, like, a strand of his hair, like, back out of his face and behind his ear. And then oh, just- Oh, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> Oh, sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. No, it's, no, I mean- Vance's face is like beet red. I'm I'm sorry. Are you okay? Yeah. No, we're fine. Fine. Uh, 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 <laughs> thank you. Uh, here, here. Hold on. Hold on. Can I take like a rag or something out of my bag and like lean over the swan and dip it in the water and like hand it to Vansa. Yeah, you can do that. Um, anyone who wants to insight check <laughs> Vansa can go ahead and roll. That's a four. It's a, like, it's a really strong four. <laughs> it's a really strong four. Um, it's still a four. You just know he's acting pretty weird. Okay, yeah. In the meantime, Opalise kind of rings out the rag and hands it over to Vance and is like, here, for your for your forehead, you look you look a little warm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Connor, with the 16, what would Alec be getting from this uh, interaction? Um, the 16... That's a pretty good roll. Um, yeah, the vibes are definitely, like, Vance is more nervous than he would be talking to someone else. You're still too lost in the sauce of not being famous here.
Opalise looks over and is like, there, feeling better? And like kind of yeah, pats yeah. him on the back. Uh, yeah. Okay, oh. cool. Yeah. She does leave her hand there, though. Just like on Vance's like shoulder, just like as she's kind of leaning back. Vance dies immediately. Oh, 10? It's uh, average. Uh, the sweat, the sweat is, is, has returned to like twofold. Um, <laughs> here, hold on, actually, give me a second. And Vance, for the first time, uh, takes off one layer of the uniform. Uh, Featherine has gone deathly quiet. <laughs> she is listening. <laughs> That's just really hot in here. Just little... You are on an open air ride. <laughs> Surrounded by water. Really hot. <laughs> I like to imagine Elliot sitting in like the seat behind them just watching this. We're at the back. <laughs> Like, like, maybe it was the grapes or something. I don't know. But... The grapes? <laughs> the grapes I ate, you know? Are you, like, allergic to grapes? Uh, <laughs> not my grapes. Opalise did have to remove her hand so Vansa could slide out of the jacket, unless Vansa, like, had some sick move to get it, the jacket off without moving. It's, a, it's like a, t it's actually dead ass. It's like a tearaway. <laughs> what do you mean it's like a tearaway jacket? Like, uh, like, I don't know if anyone here has ever played the Yakuza games, but like when yeah. you pick up a jacket, yeah. it's, just, it's just one motion. Yeah. yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it just kind of swoops off. Uh, <laughs> Vance's <laughs> wearing like, like he even has a little collar. Um, it, it uh, looks kind of like the closest thing I can compare it to is like uh, there's outfit. A what? Like under, like a pastor's outfit. Oh my god! <laughs> like with the clerical like collar. Like a long sleeve kind of dressy shirt. Um, a collar that like clips it together. I haven't had to take that off in like years. <laughs> you haven't in years. In a year. Well, I mean, like I take it off to wash it, but. Uh huh. Yeah. You guys are starting to wrap up your ride, and Featherine is still just quiet, listening to all of this. <laughs> Opalise, um, pats... Pats Vansa, like, on the shoulder again before, like, taking her hand back and, like, giving him a little smile before she just kind of, like, stretches out and once again just kind of relaxes into the back of the swan. Uh... <laughs> after the... After that pat, um... Not the slut. Vance is dry. Vance is dry. She's dry heaves just a little. <laughs> dry heaves? Like, like, yeah, like just a little bit. Just, like a little hook? Like a little, 
Yeah. Do does Opalise hear that? That's That's up to you. Uh, That's up to y'all. I'll let you see. I'd say it'd be audible. What's my passive perception? What is your passive? I really should have that written down somewhere, but I don't. Oh, it's a 12. I think I would have heard it with a 12. Um, yeah, no, you would have. Yeah, everyone said Opalise kind of like gives Vansa a look and is like, oh, sorry. Sorry no, about no, that. No, wait, no, don't 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 it's not that. It's Whatever that is, whatever that is, I don't know what that, I don't know what the vague bat that I'm referring to is. Uh, I just think... I'm... Okay, ride's over. Time to get out of my gondola. Get get out of my gondola. <laughs> 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 He's done with us. <laughs> Betterine said, take this shit somewhere else. What? No, what? What do you mean? What? The ride's over. We're parked now. Get out of my gondola. Oh. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Um, like, can I tip you? What? What? Like, don't worry about it. It's fine. That's fine. Um. As you guys get off the gondola, you notice that Silversong Lake is still shut down. Um, if anyone wants to run over what happened prior to Connor showing up with Connor, Connor um, showing up with Connor, so you know what I mean. Police their lover um, <laughs> to the ticket man. Oh. Um. And we also ran into Breach again, the very pretty Triton medic. You caught the kinku. We did catch the kinku. Yeah, we caught kettles for the kinku. Um, Opalise did did no. some sick driving on the dragonfly rides. Um, Mr. Witch promised to let us into the Feywild for helping us. Okay. Reach also wanted our help. She lost something as well. Um, so Candlefoot's getting their voice back, getting his voice back. And he sounds he has like a really deep voice. Like it's not what you expect. Yeah. Um, we also restored the carnival's move to full, so we've already won D D. Yeah, this is just like DLC material after you won D&D. Man. Yeah, sorry you missed yeah, it. Like <laughs> yeah, we're doing post-game stuff. Cool. Um, can you guys hear us okay? Because the AC is on right now. I was about to say, if you hear, if you hear like what sounds like a steel bill in my background, it's just washing it from Okay. Um, so you guys have about- Yeah, I'm not harvesting any rare metals in my room. (laughs) 
You guys have about an hour left before the end of the carnival and the Witchlight uh, Monarch is crowned. Silversong Lake is shut down, so you can redo any of the areas you want, or you can head to um, the Bubble Pop Teapot. Yeah, let's do the teapot. Or the lost property, or the calliope, whatever you want. Teapot. Teapot. Okay. Um. As you guys walk across, you guys have done a lot. Like, you haven't just, like, done one side of the carnival and then gone to the other side. You've done a lot of, like, walking in between. Um. As you guys walk through, you see, um, one of the witchlight hands playing a harp in the middle, and, um, what essentially looks like a pixie dance circle around him. You know, where people get, like, thrown in and they have to, like, bust a move. Um, so you guys pass that as you guys to go to the, uh, bubble, bubble pop teapot. Sorry, I'm struggling with that one. Um, here it is. Okay. Um, oh, hello. H hello? Sorry, I went. Nope. Uh, I'm just trying to find my notes. Um, yeah. You approach this 20 foot tall teapot that rests on a wooden platform. It's painted surface whirling with moving imagery of flying dragons, breathing streams of bubbles. A door at the base of the teapot allows entry to its interior. Those who enter emerge from the spout enclosed in a bubble that detaches to float across the carnival. Seven goblins sit around the platform sipping tea from mismatched porcelain cups. Um, you see a goblin, uh, whose foot is leisurely, he's sitting up on the desk in front of the teapot, and his foot is sort of lazily tapping against a sign that says, the word that you intend to say, try saying it a different way. Um, and so you guys approach the ride, and this goblin puts his teacup down, and he says, Y'all wanna ride in the toil and trouble gnarly tree knot? It'll cost one punch of your bramble thicket. What? What are you, what are you saying? Have you hit, what? have you, sir, did you hit your head? He knocks on the sign. And he goes, 
I said, did you want a ride on the toil and trouble from the gnarly tree knot? It'll cost one punch of your bramble thicket. Uh, yes? Hand the thicket's over then, please, and he punches all of your tickets. What a bizarre speech impediment that man has. I don't have a speech impediment! And he shoves his little goblin finger at the sign, and he says, The word that I'm trying to say, I am saying it a different way. You all are incredibly rude. Enjoy your ride. Oh, I'm, I'm very sorry. He closes the door behind you. And you are left in this teapot, the four of you, with uh, another goblin ushering some other people in front of you. And each creature gets their own bubble. Who's getting in the bubble first? Uh. All right, Alec, you get up into this little pod and soapy smelling bubble surrounds you. And you're very gently lifted out of the spout of this teapot. Um, make a dexter, make an acrobatics check for me. So you have control of your bubble, um, and you can take it anywhere you would like over the carnival map. Who is going next? Seeing uh, that, oh, okay, go ahead. Uh, Vansa, the same thing happens. Make an acrobatics check for me. Okay. Oh, this is the Twitch feed. That's not my best acrobatics. So you do not have control of your bubble. Who's next? Um, Opalise hops on and tries to catch up with Vansa. Okay, Sabrina and then Opalise are both on make acrobatics checks for your bubbles. Oh no. 17. Sabrina, you are in control of your bubble. Opalise, you are not. (laughs) With a natty... (laughs) No, it's a natural three. Your dexterity should be much higher than that. Have you not switched out your stats yet? No, I was going to do it after the game. Okay, that's fine. Um, so, Vansa and Opalise, I need you to roll a d4 for me, please. Um, Alec and Sabrina, where would you like to take your bubbles? We can take it anywhere. Anywhere over the carnival, yes. I want to go over to Silver Song Lake. Okay. You ride over to Silver Song Lake at a leisurely pace where it seems that Palasha has come back and is giving a wonderful performance. Um, uh, 
Um, mist gathers at the banks of the shimmering lake near its center. A mermaid lounges in the giant bowl, singing a glorious, haunting song that captivates spectators on the lake shore. And you, just above her, with your own personal view of the show. Um, the lake water coalesces into magical sculptures that whirl around her as she performs. Um, there are also these little creatures that are sort of hopping out of the water uh, to the beat. Um, they look sort of like piranhas, but their scales are like this beautiful rainbow color. And you watch her perform as Candlefoot um, is singing next to her beautiful singing voice um, sitting next to her on the um, on on her big you know fish bowl here um, and all of his color is back what color is um, he's got some, like, pale greens and blues. He sort of seems to be matching Palasha's motif. God damn. <laughs> hate, to, hate to see it, because Palasha's hot. <laughs> Alec, um, what are, where are you taking your bubble? Okay. You pass a couple of dragonflies on your way over to the orchard and you can hear the singing and um, music from the orchard. It's a very peaceful place to have taken your bubble. You see another of the cupcake uh, contests happening and um, as you're sort of flying over a young uh, it looks like a young dwarven woman um, flies past you on a dragonfly and very gently runs her hand across your bubble. Um, Vansa. Yeah. You <laughs> end up over the snail races. Oh, oh. Where do you catch um, another snail race? Wizzy is not participating in this one. Uh oh. No. Um, but all the snails are different. You're guessing that they like swap them out for different times of the day. Um, and you're just sort of bouncing along, unable to control yourself. <laughs> Yeah. Roll right. roll a D four for me, oh police. Okay. Oof. Um you actually end up sort of bumping into Sabrina over Silver Song Lake. 
and you can see her sort of jostled when you bump into her. Sorry! Like, through the bubble. And you also catch a glimpse of this performance. Oh, um, Ogalise just kind of lays in the bubble and, like, listens to the performance. Go ahead, that was my back, I'm sorry. After a little while, um, the bubbles all bring you guys down safely and pop. You are all now scattered across the carnival. Wait, where do where do I land? You land on the lake shore with Sabrina. So it's you and Sabrina on the lake shore. Um Vansa pops just outside the snail races and Alec pops in between the dragonfly and the feasting orchard. And you are now scattered across the carnival. Nice. Uh, so, Vansa, what would you like to do? Where would you like to go? Uh, hold on. You're right. No. Ah. Uh. Right. That's a right. So, where did I land? You... I landed near the snail racing. Yes, our over uh, here. Hmm. I would probably think like think of think of places that people would like to like congregate at, congregate at. Okay. And I'd be like, oh yeah, the food court. That's where people go. Okay. And then we'll go to. Just remember what Alec taught you, man. Yeah, so you start heading over to the Feasting Orchard, which is on the other side of the carnival. Um, well, Vance is headed over there. Uh, Opalise and Sabrina, where are you guys going? I mean, we said we were going to meet up at the Lost Property after this. Wouldn't it make sense to just go there and wait? Yeah, makes sense. Okay, oh. Sabrina... I want you to roll a d20 for me, please. A d20? Yes. Just a flat. Eight? You do not run into Vansa. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys are at Lost Property. Lost at Disneyland. (laughs) You guys go to Lost Property. Uh, Alec, where, where would you be headed? We lost our yeah. <laughs> Um, probably also Tarts lost property. <laughs> Roll a d20 for me, please. Alright, and this is just flat roll. Yep. Ah, shit. There we go. Uh, that's a 16. Okay, you do run into Vansa. <laughs> on your way over so you probably meet him like about here and you're like hey bud we should probably head over to lost property oh i just figured you know the food court would be like a people area did i miss did i miss like a meat thing 
where we're gonna meet at the at the lost property. I don't think we said we were. No, um, okay. just wanted to go over there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we're fine. <laughs> okay. I mean, if you wanna go? No, 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 no. We're good. We can go to the lost property. <laughs> All right. So you guys, um. Opalise and Sabrina, you guys would um, sort of come upon it first just by the nature of how this is all happening. Um, Outside the lost property wagon is a large feline creature with midnight blue fur. It has a pair of tentacles extending from its shoulders and wears fake butterfly wings. Hanging from its collar is a small wooden keg. The creature roughhouses with two young boys. One boy squeals, Again, Derla, again! While the other hangs onto the creature's neck. Let me show you guys what you are seeing. You are seeing a giant displacer beast. Playing with children. I'm going to need you guys to roll an animal handling or history check for me, Sabrina and Opalise, and then tell me what you roll. Oh, just those two. Yeah, you guys aren't quite there yet. Animal handling or history? Yes. How good is Opalise's animal handling? Uh, You can also roll nature, too, if you'd like. If any of that is better. My animal is better. (laughs) Tell me, guys, what what you rolled. Three and seven. You guys aren't very familiar with these creatures. Opalise, you have seen them, like, in the war TM. But they... You don't know a ton about them. Um... So you guys, you guys aren't unaware that there's anything weird happening here currently. Um, so yeah, you just see this fluffy big cat with a keg around its neck playing with these kids. Um, coming in pretty quickly behind you is... Um, Alec and uh, Vansa also go ahead and roll either animal handling, nature, or history. Who's beatboxing? Oh, all of those are the same. Is it animal handling, nature, or history? Yes. Oh, God, Vansa. <laughs> You rolled a what, Alec? Dirty 20. Okay, so um, you come in behind uh, Opalise and Sabrina, who have not noticed you yet, and they're essentially like ooing and awing over this big cat and the cute kids, and your guys' danger sense goes off immediately. You see this huge displacer beast, which are known to be incredibly violent, Around these children. Oh. And you're like, that's not right. <laughs> no. 
So what's everyone doing? Sabrina and Opalise, you have no idea anything's wrong. Um, <laughs> Alec and Mansa, you guys are like, these kids need to be, where is CPS? <laughs> Where's their legal guardian? Sabrina's going to go pet them. They're adorable. <laughs> Big cat. Yeah, so Sabrina is walking up to go pet this big displacer beast. Uh, I think if I see her doing that, I'm gonna try and grab her to stop her. Do you do you resist the grab, Sabrina? Sabrina's like, Alec, why are you stopped? Uh, I'll need contested athletics and acrobatics checks then, whichever one you guys wanna roll. Athletics or acrobatics. Acrobatics. Please. Athletics. Natural twenty for a twenty four. Ooh. Back, baby. I also got a twenty four. <laughs> Oh. Aww. Uh, let's do... 20. It was a natural 20. Minus <laughs> yeah. plus 4. What do we need to roll? Not you. Oh. Is this is just between the two of them. Um, I'll just need rollies then. Uh, so each of you just roll a d20, and on the count of three, I'll ask you to say what it is. <laughs> Alright. One. Two. Okay, so let me describe what's happening here. Um, Alec reaches out to grab uh, Sabrina, um, and Sabrina pulls away, sort of dodging out of the way. Alec grabs again, grabs her. Let's do rollies one more time. (laughs) Sabrina, if you would like to try and explain yourself. Sabrina, that's a dangerous animal. There's kids around them. It's, they're obviously not that bad. Yet shouldn't be around it either. Yeah, but it has a little barrel around them. They're a train. That's obviously what that means. They're a circus cat. I don't think that makes it any safer. I think it does. I really don't think it does. Look, no one else seems concerned about this. Do you really think they would just have a dangerous animal out with no handler if it was really dangerous? Yes. Because this is a Feywild's kind of all. (laughs) Yes. I think they would do that. I don't know. Everything so far has been pretty, pretty safe. Like no one's died. A little hard. Look, just let me pet the cat, okay? Okay. 
that is currently climbing all over this giant displacer beast um, take a little cup and pour some non-alcoholic non-alcoholic beverage in from the keg into his little cup and then um, lay back on the displacer beast's back and drink it look he has refreshments let me let me refreshments I just need you to trust me, okay? I do trust you. Which is why I don't want you to be killed. I just... I won't. Okay? I just want the cat refreshments, okay? (laughs) You also see a big, um, like... carriage that he's minding that says lost property. So you're in the right place. Yeah, and also if you want to look at the property, you have to walk by him anyways. Vansonopolis, are you guys... Opalise is just kind of looking tensely, like, at the cat, because she recognizes it from the war. She's just kind of, like, tensed up looking at it. She's on edge about having to go back to the Feywild. Is that noticeable? Um. Are you making an effort to hide it? Probably, like, a little bit of an effort, but not, like, a whole lot. Vanto would, like, kind of scooch over that direction, and if he did notice, I don't know if I should roll for that or not. You can insight check if you'd like. Yeah. Insight. Let, no. Shit. Okay. Oh, no, so, you, you oh, are man. too busy siding. so hard. <laughs> you are too busy siding with Alec in your brain. Um... <laughs> Because you also know that this is a very dangerous animal. That is a big cat. <laughs> oh, yeah, it it is. It's, I don't know, it's it's weird to yeah. see it laying so peacefully, especially around... All those, all those kids around it. Yeah, that it just, I... I don't... I want to see one looks. I'm glad this is probably, hopefully, the only time you'll ever see a real one. Um, you see another kid run up to it. It is now a third child at this point. It was just sort of, like, minding two boys. And a third child, this one is accompanied by a mother, comes up and gets a little drink out of it. And the mom seems to be talking to the big cat, which you didn't know that they could do. They shouldn't be capable of that. But you guys have met a lot of creatures today that weren't supposed to be capable of speech, like Biscuit and Red. You can talk? I'm gonna try and struggle out of Alex's grip. I must talk to this big, sweet kitty boy. 
Maybe. Yeah, I mean, you can walk over there. Um, you walk over, and this this big displacer beast um looks over at you and goes, "Did you lose something?" My heart to you. Um, they swat like with their big paw as if to say oh shucks like they do that motion with their paw and they're like that's so sweet of you what's your name my name is Durla Gron uh you can call me Durla <laughs> I like yell back I'm like guys Did you lose something, darling? What's in your- what's in the keg, Darla? Oh, it's, um... <clears throat> Let's see. It's filled with toff- toffee apple juice. Would you like some? Please. Um, there's a small thing of cups next to her, and, uh, you can grab a cup and sort of open the keg, and it- pours some of the toffee apple juice out and it's like this sharp apple flavor with caramel it tastes just like a caramel apple hell yes Darla do you like scritches? may I please give you scritches? Darla oh my goodness yeah this spot just behind my ear and she um sort of motions towards where she would like a scratch I give such good scratches. Oh my god. <laughs> um, Guys, I'll die for this game. <laughs> the three of you watched this encounter. What are the rest of you doing? Um, can I just go in and start like looking around? The lost the lost property caravan? Yeah. Go ahead and give me a um it's not inspection check. I want to say inspection, but that's not the right word. Uh, investigation. There we go. <laughs> An investigation check, please. <laughs> what about the rest of you? What are you guys doing? Well, oh, police just heads in and starts <laughs> rummaging. I'd probably check the one with them. I'm just keeping an eye on Sabrina. <laughs> Very paranoid about this pet. <laughs> Alec, come eat Durla. No, I think I'm crying from here. Um, so as you guys... She's really nice, though. <laughs> as you're getting to know Durla, um, with a 12 investigation check, you find a lot of things like toys, um, tickets. You do find, uh, hold on. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. A, what looks to be the same uh, glitter that got thrown on you in Pixie Kingdom. Um, Is there anyone watching this? Vansa. Yeah, I'm, I'm around. 
Oh, Felice looks at Vansa and like puts her finger up to her lips and smiles and tucks the extra bag of pixie dust into her bag. You can you can add that to your inventory. Um, there is also um a small crystalline ball in the cart, as well as a bunch of other just like miscellaneous items. But you wouldn't see anything that jumps out to you as like a missing sense of fashion or missing handwriting or anything like that. Wait, who doesn't know how to write? You don't know. Hmm. It's just nothing that jumps out to you as an abstract missing thing. Okay. Um, I take the little glass ball to... So, do you walk out with the glass ball? It's tough. It's I'm I put it down in my little bag. I'm going to need a stealth check from you to put the glass ball into my bag. Durla. Yeah. The cat. You can put it back if you'd like. <laughs> or you can try to steal it, but I will be needing a stealth check. For the crystal ball. Alright, stealth? Yes. Oh, it's not too bad. Uh, Hold can on. I, can I help at all? I don't know. Like, uh, how would you help? <laughs> I give it to Vance at a high. Perception is wisdom, I do believe. Yeah. With a nat one. Woo! Derla does not seem to notice. I'm giving her really good scritches. You're welcome. (laughs) Opalise winks at Vansa as they, like, walk past the cat unnoticed. Don't do Derla like that. No. It's my new best friend. Um, is there anything you'd like to talk to Durla about, Sabrina? Her day. (laughs) Um, Durla's like, oh, it's been a fine day at the carnival. You guys should really head back to the big top. It's about to be the crowning of the Witchlight Monarch, and I've heard it's going to be a doozy this year. Okay, what are you doing? Are you, like, guarding the Lost and Found? What are you doing? Yeah, I watch the Lost and Found, but I'm also sort of the unofficial babysitter. Um, the boys here, um, and the little girls and stuff, you know, parents can drop them off with me and go get food or use the bathroom or something, and I just sort of watch and make sure they're safe. I, like, that to Alec. I'm like, Alec, she's the daycare. Do you want any juice? (laughs) No. You sure? Yeah. I'm not a big juice drinker. I'll take the juice. (laughs) Where did you come from? (laughs) No, no. Um, I mean, if you want to walk up and get a juice, you are absolutely able to. Yeah, yeah. I I would like to do the like the hand, like the finger touchy thing. Okay, can I have some juice, please? Yeah. You you grab a cup and you get some of the 
apple toffee juice, and um, it's delightful. It tastes just like a caramel apple. It's really good. Juice. Um. Sabrina so really likes juice. Sabrina visibly cringes if you do the little oo finger dance. Yeah, no, I definitely oh. do. The, I definitely do the oo finger. Definitely that. <laughs> that is the worst. <laughs> no, y'all be careful. You so seem very that, sweet. Uh, is the juice in pouch form or is it in like like what's Kinda. You you got like a little a little cup and it's in a keg okay. around her neck. So you okay, you, you like turn the spigot and get a cup full. Um after you get juice, she goes, Now you guys seem really sweet. You need to be careful. Things have been going missing around here more than usual and they don't always end up back in the lost property wagon. Hmm. Yeah, we'll keep our eye out. Yeah. Yep. Um, thank you. Um, would you mind keeping an eye out for a smaller version of me? Yes, of course. I don't know. He went missing a while back. Um, a couple years ago, my, my cub went missing and I just... His name is Star, and his favorite toy is this small crystalline mirror ball. And I just, you know, I'm keeping it in the wagon for if he comes back, I can give it to him. The police is going to do the worst for Um, yeah, that does get put back. Yeah, Opalise, um, kind of like, puts her hand against her face for a moment and just silently walks back in and puts the ball back and walks back out. Um. Hey, are, are you good? You look hot, hot, honey. <laughs> Hot, you look hot. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Very smooth, <laughs> You know, like hot, like the, the weather. Yeah. It's hot. Yeah, it's, it's, yes. it's a little hot here. I mean, Manta, you saw, you saw a police take it. You can only assume she went back. <laughs> this is Manta's attempt at being smooth. <laughs> she goes, if you're gonna... Of course, I'll help you find your cub. Sabrina's like tearing up. She's like, if you're really gonna look for him, and I'll do anything for you. Durla, uh, Durla goes after Opalus drops the ball off, grabs the ball, and comes out. Um, and she has it like in her mouth and drops it at Sabrina's feet and goes, If you find him, will you give it to him? I just that way, he knows to come home. Of course. <laughs> of course, Derla. Sabrina, by the way, has no idea that Opalise tried to take this. Like, <laughs> Thank you all so much. And why don't you go ahead on to the crowning of the Witchlight Monarch, and then you can get to do another stuff. And just be sure... 
If you find Star, to let him know his mama Durl is looking for him. Aww. Yeah. I'll let him know. So you can add a mirrored ball to your inventory, Sabrina. Could you imagine? (laughs) What that? Would've been fine. Um, is it just me or does anybody else have the D and D sweats like so bad IRL? of you even a little bit. I am. It was like 80 yesterday. I love the cold so much. I cannot stand it. Um, so you guys wrap up your conversation with Durla and begin to head back to the big top for the crowning of the Witchlight Carnival as your night wraps up. Uh, not the crowning of the witch-like carnival. The crowning of the witch-like monarch. I'm sorry, I'm really struggling today. I We've wish had a I long day. What. <laughs> we have had a long day. Um, it is too warm. It is too warm. Or maybe my fever's breaking. That is very possible. Um, So you guys had everyone who is still left at the carnival, and it is very late. Um, You all are headed into the big top. Um, You take your seats, as does everyone else. Um, Durlagron, or Durla, um, leaves her post after everyone's, get, everyone's kids get gathered up for the last event of the night, um, and she goes and fetches Mr. Witch, um, they sort of sit on the sidelines, uh, next to Candlefoot. As Mr. Light um, comes out in this flashy array of lights and uh, begins to give an opening speech. Um, about the mood of the carnival and how it's been. Jesus Christ. It's been one of the best days that the carnivals had in years. How they caught Candlefoot's um, voice thief. How he's just so happy that the carnival could be so lively and full of joy tonight. Um, Mr. Light after giving the speech, goes, and I will now announce and crown 
a Witchlight Monarch. And raises um, the weather vane that he is holding. Which I will show you really quick. Again, just to remind you of sort of what he looks like and what the weather vane looks like. Uh, he points the weather vane as it spins. Can you see it? Can you see him? Yes. Um, it spins at a rapid pace and lands pointing directly at Sabrina. Hell fucking yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Our witchlight monarch, everyone. The person who has brought an insane amount of joy to our carnival tonight. You and your friends have done a magnificent job helping uh, with our carnival tonight. And you have been terrific guests. I could think of no one better. Um... And so, after you're selected and, uh, Light says this, um, uh, Mr. Witch removes a crown of golden butterflies from the hat box and places it on your head, Sabrina. Um, Mr. Light says, I now knight thee, Witchlight Monarch, and knights you, um, happy clowns shower you in glitter. Um, Mr. Witch and Mr. Light escort you on a circuit of the stage while Palasha the mermaid sings a joyous song and pixies flutter all around her. Um, when Palasha's song concludes, Mr. Light leads you on a parade through the carnival with the other guests following you as Burly the bugbear sets off fireworks. Um, and meanwhile, Durla Gron, or Durla, um, escorts Mr. Witch back to his wagon. So as you are going on this parade throughout the carnival, what are you doing, Sabrina? Oh, this is everything. Um, this is her moment. My moment. Um, she has found her light. Um, after, she is now very happy because now everyone at this carnival knows who she is. She is not only Sabrina, pop star model, movie star. She is the Witchlight Monarch. And, like, she's, like, waving to everyone. Um, like, blowing kisses. Um, winks at Palasha. She's hot as fuck. She's a baddie. Um, <laughs> waves at, like, all of her friends. And is also like, guys, look. <laughs> Everyone knows who I am. Um is yeah like having a great time like um just the life of the it's slowly becoming the life of the party like waving to like interacting with like people having a great time um as you are just having the time of your life um 
the parade ends, everyone is showering you with like, oh, good jobs and, you know, thank you for bringing light to the party. You've been such a joy to have. Um, just stuff like that. And the carnival then begins to wind down. Um, Mr. Light sort of takes you and your friends to the side afterwards and goes, if you don't mind taking a sit back in the staff area so we can take you to the Feywild after we're all wrapped up. Keep the crown. It looks gorgeous on you, darling. I'm gonna go wrap up and you guys go take a sit, take a load off. I know. Um, but yeah, that's know. that's right. We needed to meet Breach back at the the staff area. I really I don't think we should keep her waiting. What were you gonna say, Sabrina? Oh, nothing. They were just like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the greatest. Um. So, Mr. Light waves over um, Candlefoot, who goes, Thank you all so much for getting my voice back. I'm, I can give you voice lessons or acting lessons if you'd like. Um, but that's really my only talent. Uh, but you don't have to take me up on it now. And he leads you back into the staff area where Breach is sort of packing up hermetic gear. And for Vansa, there are also the singing flowers there as well. So what's everyone doing? Oh, right. Uh, I, well, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll go up and start asking them questions. Okay. Um, you do a, a sort of brief survey with these talking flowers and they give you their answers as best as possible. Um, while Vansa's doing that, Breach comes up to Alex, Sabrina, and Opalise and goes, um, Mr. Witch told me that he would be sending us on our way to the Feywild with you guys. Um, if there's anyone you wanted to talk to, though, before you left, now would be the time to do it while we're all wrapping up and headed off to bed. Um, I know you guys have also probably had a really long day. It's late here, too. Would you want to go in the morning and get a rest? Or, uh, I, I do think we could use a rest. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I'm talking to the flowers. <laughs> she goes, you guys... You guys haven't slept in, like, a couple of days. Um, <laughs> Coming into the Feywild, you could sort of feel like a time reset, so you're not exhausted. But it has been a very long time since you've slept. So you guys can totally crash in the medic tent. I was the only one they had. They're gonna have to find someone else. Um, but I really kind of need my my ability to swim back. And she is like a triton. I really need my ability to swim back. So they're just gonna have to do without me for a little while. Yeah, no, absolutely. You you should definitely come with us. Opalish is like blushing. Um, we can absolutely get you get you this get you the ability to swim back. 
That's so sweet of you guys. Um, and she's going to look over at Sabrina and Alec and be like, um, let me show you guys over to my, uh, my, uh, wagon. And she shows you guys over to, like, a very, um, plain medics, medics wagon, which has, like, enough room for you guys to sleep. And there's, like, a small kitchenette and, like, a little couch, but there's not really much else in there. Um, it'll do for the night. Does anyone want to do anything over the course of the long rest or have any conversations or anything before we move into the next day? Yeah, you mentioned something about a full moon or we moved some kind of moon or something. Was that mentioned or am I crazy? A moon? Was there a moon? You mean there... mood. 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 Mind, we're good. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? No, you did not move a moon. You moved the mood, which allowed you guys yeah. to gain the DLC of winning Monarch. Right. Cool. Right, right. Okay, okay. I thought we moved a moon. No, that's my bad. A mood. But we're fine. Yeah. No, um, Opalise does kind of take a seat near Breach for a little while, and it's just like, so you're... You're a, a Triton. How did you How did you get here to the carnival? Oh, well, funny that you mention it. There's, like, this sweet little island that I was visiting, um, and that my tribe sort of visits sometimes. Um, we hadn't been there in a while, because there was, like, sort of a war going on. But, um... Yeah, so we went there, and apparently you can just wander in here sometimes from there, and um, I ended up here. I obviously didn't pay for a ticket, and some little frog thing came up to me, swiped something from my pocket, and then I went to try and go for a swim to leave, and I couldn't swim, and so I couldn't leave, and so I bothered Mr. Witch and Mr. Light until they told me what was going on, and so I just, I need to get back to the Feywild, and I was waiting for a group of adventurers to come through so I could go with them and get what I needed. That's, yeah. That's, that, I'm so sorry that that happened. I, yeah, yeah, the war really messed a lot of things up for a lot of people. Yeah, it, it, it's a lot, um... I didn't, I've never met anyone who's from there before. Yeah, um. You actually seem to know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the, the, the Scatterstone Isles off of the Sword Coast. Yeah, that's actually exactly where it was. I can't the believe. The little crescent moon shaped island, like yeah. 30 miles. That's, that's where I'm from. Wow, um, yeah, that's. Am I in earshot? <laughs> yes, you are. This is a private conversation. I like your mood, and I come in. I'm like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. No, that's that's. I'd like to be part of this conversation. <laughs> no, Opalise is like big time blushing. Breach is very pretty. She's like, yeah, that's that's actually where I, I grew up. I apparently wandered into it from the isle into the carnival from the island when I was like a little kid. Oh, so you like lost something too? Yeah. 
Oh, is she embarrassed? Yeah, she's like you she's like visibly like kind of like fidgeting with like the collar on her shirt. Uh Breach is going to look at Vansa, who has now sort of joined the conversation and be like, Did you lose something too? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. I lost something. Where are you from? Where am I from? Yeah. Um, uh, it, it, it's like a really big house, um, out by. <coughs> well, more tomb. Uh. Oh. Are you okay? You're cutting out. It's a, it's a. Oh. No, he, they're not. Hello. Oh, um, a really big house. That's cool. Yeah, it's like a really big house. Um, uh, there's like a really small village near it. Uh, it's it was it was called Delilah's Estate. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it. I I like, I haven't. Know, big, not big. What's the word? Where we 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 research plants. We were doing researching plants. Oh, you must be having a really good time around here. Then there's a lot of like plants at the carnival. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, uh, just a big house. Uh, just a big house. Fascinating. So um, and she's Brina- gonna lean over to Sabrina and go, Oh, um, yeah, and what about you? And, um, she's going to, like, lean over and put her chin in her hand. And just sort of look at Sabrina and be like, so where are you from? And, like, bat her eyes at Sabrina. (laughs) (laughs) I'll, um, lean in, um, I'm kind of from, um, a lot of different places. I traveled a lot, um, always really busy, didn't really have one place I stayed at for a super long time. Oh, that's like fascinating. I What's think. What's that like? Oh, <laughs> traveling. Yeah. Oh, I've only ever stayed at one big place. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a lot of fun. It was really busy. Um, I was always, I always had a schedule, so. Um, I started like to study abroad to kind of like, do what I wanted to do while traveling. But um, you know, I loved what I did. Um. It was tiring, but it was rewarding, you know? Totally. And she's gonna, Breach is gonna look at Alec now and be like, and, and you? Well, I don't know if I really have a home anymore. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I think it's time for bed. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's time to go to sleep. Um, and it's just like struggling from that question because he can't remember the road's name that the estate was on. <laughs> He's trying to remember so hard. <laughs> Poor thing doesn't have a sense of direction. Opalise looks both embarrassed and resigned. (laughs) 
after that conversation and after Breach um, turned to Sabrina like that, Opalise just kind of went and unpacked her bedroll and like set it down in a corner. <laughs> what? What was it called? It was just a big house. It's on the road. <laughs> okay. Um. Good night. And she's gonna like blow out one of the lanterns, um, and let you guys just sort of pick a place around to sleep. Um, you're woken up in the morning by the sounds of carnival preparation. Um, but Mr. Witch, as you guys are sort of packing up and getting your stuff ready, sticks his head in and goes, "Ready for the Feywild?" All right. surrounding of mist of the carnival so you can see what's okay. directly above you but you can't see like out past that that's fine okay cool never mind okay. uh he probably just would have slept outside okay um mr witch goes and fetches mr light and they walk you to the hall of illusions um as Witch and Light move through the Hall of Illusions, their reflections in the mirrors show them as gloomy, shattered Kai children. With your own youthful reflections, or glitchy reflections, if you're Vansa, following behind. Soon they call you to a halt. The mirrors now reflect everyone's true age. Mr. Witch addresses you in a hushed tone. Everything you seek and more lies beyond this mirror. If you mean to step through, then stand in front of the glass and repeat this rhyme. Hither, thither, here and there, wander yonder, show me where. And as he says that, a portal opens up. Reach is still with us, right? They showed up this morning. Yes. Yeah. Well, you slept in her cabin, so uh, you guys should be able to see what sort of is in front of you. Um, Mr. Witch and Mr. Light in the Hall of Illusions, there is now a blue swirling vortex, and he goes, like I said, everything you want and need is right through there. But be careful. This looks scary. It's dangerous. <laughs> Opalise is like is danced up, shoulders back, like she's like standing at attention. You're free to go whenever I can close it behind you. That is that is literally the antithesis of Vance's posture right now. Vance is like a little coward stamp. 
It's like, it can't be worse than a house. It's fine. Alice looks like she's about to go back into war. Breach is gonna go, well, you're either coming or you're not, and she actually, like, cops on through the portal. Um, Opalise takes a breath and steps through. Okay. I'll hold up my hand of hand so I'll be like, come on, buddy. <laughs> I'll take it. Alright. Cool. Is it sweaty? It's, it's so slimy. Yeah, it's slimy. Yeah, it's like a cat. Maybe like a dry game as well. Okay. And, um, step through my hands up. Awesome. Um. You guys step through... Onto oh, a massive bridge overlooking a swamp. Um, so you stand at the edge of a raised and broken causeway under a hazy twilight sky. The causeway, or the bridge, which is built from pale stones that glow faintly from within, towers over the surrounding landscapes, but large sections of it have crumbled away. The parts that remain in place are separated by large gaps where portions have collapsed. A fog-shrouded sw- fog swamp spreads out below you in all directions, and from its murk wafts the smell of rotting plants. Mm. Also rising from the swamp is the music of nature, a discordant symphony of croaking song, of croaking frogs, and singing birds. Which is where we will leave off for next time. Can I just say... Maybe we should have stayed in the carnival. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Like, I'm so excited to continue the campaign, but tell me I'm not the only person who saw the new map and just went like, no, no more. <laughs> right? You have a ranger. This roots the map. Yeah. Swamp. It's the swamp. It's the swamp. It's the dark, false, poison swamp. <laughs>